0: Welcome into the show today. We're talking all about our immune system, which I'm so excited about. And we also have Norm here. So Norm Murray is skyping in. Good to see you, Norm.
1: Great to see you too. Here on Q&A, questions with natural answers with Dr. Janine. Remember to follow her on Instagram at Dr. Janine. It's at D O C T O R J A N I N E. And you can leave your email address in the uh, direct messages there, or email your address to us and you'll be included on the newsletter. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But what's coming up in this show? I'm really excited about this hour. I know a bit that my face is still talking to me after last week's yoga session for the face. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. I know we had a great week last week with the puffer fish exercise, and today we're doing a new exercise norm for our facial yoga exercises. So everybody who's tuning in right now, hi Luann, hi Carrie, great to have you here. Make sure everybody stays tuned right until the end of the hour. We're going to have a fantastic hour talking about the immune system. We're going to get to those facial exercises. We're talking pets. I have a fantastic recipe for you, which is a shot to the immune system, which is fantastic. Fantastic. and we're just gonna talk and we're gonna answer questions so be sure that you're chiming in with your questions throughout the hour we have a couple sections of time for the q a so we will be able to dialogue with you and we did have some questions that came in in the week previous to the show as well so we're going to get to those questions as well
1: Love that, love your pet tips, love the recipes too. I'm looking forward to that as the weeks go on here with Q&A. That's the name of the show with Dr. Janine Bowering. Dr. Janine is here and we're gonna be talking about the immune system, as you said. But to me, Dr. Janine, isn't it just about eating a lot of vitamin C, really? Doesn't that just about do it?
0: Well, that's one of the factors, certainly, um, is making sure that we have enough vitamin C. And as much as we think that we get a lot of vitamin C maybe from supplements and conventional supplements that are out there, the absorption isn't as good as what you may think. And I've always said it's always best to get our nutrients from mother nature. So there are certain fruits that are very high naturally in vitamin C. So can you guess what one of those fruits might be? What's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: An apple a day keeps the doctor away. (laughs)
0: That's a that's a great example of a healthy food, absolutely, but would you imagine that the vitamin C in an apple is only about five to six milligrams? Not that much. When you hear people taking vitamin C, they're taking thousands and thousands of milligrams, which I don't necessarily agree with either, which we're gonna talk about. But some of the fruits that are higher in natural vitamin C, one of my favorites is camu camu berries. So camu camu berries are 60 times more concentrated in vitamin C as opposed to oranges. So that's, you know, a great example. When we take a look at another fruit that I love is acerola cherries, and acerola cherries are 13 times and here we see them here, they're beautiful. They're also called Barbados cherries. And they are 13 times more concentrated in vitamin C when you compare to oranges.
1: I love that. Now, there's other ways of getting vitamin C also, aren't there, through herbs and such, like echinacea and things like that?
0: Not necessarily for our vitamin C. So that we, you know, when we're talking about helping our immunity, it's important that we are going to be taking some herbal medicines as well, which we're we're gonna get to in just a second. And I just wanna touch on the vitamin C. As a kid, I used, love. To love taking, you know, the the chewable vitamin C uh, tablets, the orange flavored, delicious. I love them. But you know, as I grew older and did a lot of research, I actually realized that probably not the healthiest form of vitamin C in that standard format. Um, usually that vitamin C is, is derived from ascorbic acid, which is extracted from genetically altered corn. And they use some acid, sulfuric acid, and then they withdraw that vitamin C. So not the best in terms of absorption. And actually I have some studies that I brought with me today in terms of bioavailability, when we're taking vitamin C, we wanna make sure that it's from nature, as mother nature intended, and that we're getting that bioavailability, which basically means the body's ability to absorb those nutrients and utilize the vitamin C. And in these human trials, for example, for the camo-camo berries, which we showed you earlier, um, when they gave this to randomly assigned um, people in the study, and these were volunteers that took either 1,050 milligrams of vitamin C tablets, or they were drinking 100% camu camu juice, which also had the same amount, 1,050 milligrams of the vitamin C. And then when they did the test to see if, and how well they were actually quenching free radicals, so making sure when we're keeping our immune system healthy, we wanna make sure we're quenching free radicals, they found that they didn't have a positive benefit in the tablet form or the synthetic form of the vitamin C vitamins, but they did. Had a significant difference in the ability to quench those free radicals in the Kama, Kama juice. So that's just one sort of inkling into the fact that bioavailability and having accessory nutrients, just as Mother Nature intended. So things like, you know, bioflavonoids and citrus fruits, which is from the pith. So you know the pith of, of our oranges um, and grapefruits, the white, the white part. Um, this is has the citrus bioflavonoids, and that's what's so fantastic. Is that that Mother Nature designed those citrus bioflavonoids to help with that absorption of that vitamin C. Quercetin is another great example for helping as an accessory nutrient to help to make sure that that vitamin C is actually absorbed. The other thing that I, coming back to the study that I was referring to, showed that there was a decrease in something called the inflammatory cytokine, so things like interleukin 6, C-reactive protein, interleukin 8. And when we talk about there's a lot of news right now about viral diseases and bad viruses of course and you know as we're all still in quarantine in different parts of the world absolutely that this whole issue around, you know, the the cytokine storm as it's called, that's when people when they get this virus that they don't feel well and they get sick very quickly um, and have the respiratory issues and things that there there have been and there is, is going into clinical trials natural ingredients quercetin is one of them that helps to make sure that that those spike proteins on the virus aren't able to attach to the cells and they can't get into the body so that's really promising it's good to know that natural <laughs> medicine um, is being studied that has some positive benefits in in different you know aspects of what's happening in the world today certainly
1: and that's part of the reason why we're watching this on Facebook live which we do every week Q&A questions with natural answers where Dr. Janine can really get deep into the question and the answer for that matter which uh, maybe during other uh, on other platforms she's not always able to do so we welcome you and hope that you'll watch every week here with q and uh, I did ask you earlier about Echinacea and herbs. Yeah. I was sort of jumping the gun a little bit there. Did you want to expand <laughs> on that?
0: Yeah, so Echinacea, one of my favorite herbal medicines to help with the immune system. And we can see it here, beautiful purple cone flowers. something that we have in our garden at home, which is hopefully gonna Start to sprout up soon with this, you know, some of this weather that we've been having cra- crazy, crazy weather. Um, but really important herbal medicine that the root of the echinacea is helping to enhance her immunity and to help to fight off infections, whether it's viral infections, it could be bacterial infections. It's something that you can use right in. If you've got a sore throat, you can use echinacea. You know, if it's a powder from a capsule, you can open it right up into your throat and helps to kill some of those bad organisms on contact which is fantastic and this was the antibiotic of choice before we had conventional antibiotics in the 1800s you know the US settlers who who came and, and settled in North America, uh, we're using echinacea, and it's it has a tangy sort of sensation. So if you've taken echinacea before, maybe you're taking it in a capsule form, um, it's something that you should really test the potency because there's different potencies of herbal medicines. You should test the potency of the, that echinacea on your tongue, and it should feel feel a little bit numb, which is is really interesting. They used to use echinacea for toothaches and things right on the tooth, but that's something that you can test and it's a fantastic way to keep your immune system healthy and strong.
1: I love all of that and i really appreciate everybody uh writing in with some of their questions which we'll try and do as often as we can and take as many questions uh as we can going along in every one of the shows pertaining to uh, the topic of discussion for that week for example we really appreciate allison right now who's writing in and asking and this is a great question because I was wondering this myself. Going back to when we were talking about milligrams and such, and how many milligrams are in an apple or an orange or some of the other fruits, or if you are supplementing with, with pills and tablets and such, her question is, thank you again, Allison. is, how many milligrams of vitamin C should I take or do I need?
0: A great question. So when we look at food, and I always go back to nature. So when you look at food, something like an orange is about fifty three or up to 60 milligrams of vitamin C per 100 grams. Um, if you look at a kiwi, is actually much higher in the vitamin C. It can be up to 90 milligrams of vitamin C in in 100 grams of kiwi. So it's actually higher than, than, but you notice that it's not in the thousands of milligrams. So I like, you know, typically if you're getting it from a whole food source or a whole food vitamin that you're in and around 250, maybe 500 milligrams of vitamin C if you're sick and your body, this is the thing about vitamin C, our body doesn't make vitamin C. It's something that we have to get from our food or from the whole food Ways of taking vitamin C and these concentrated, you know, the superfoods are fantastic. And because our body doesn't make the vitamin C and we need to take it from that outside source that if we're sick and our our body is burning through that vitamin C very rapidly, that you can certainly increase the amount that you're taking when you're sick. But then, yeah, on a daily basis, usually between 250 milligrams, if it's from the whole food sources, is, is just about right. So that's a great qu- question, Allison. Thank you for that question. And I get that question a lot, actually. A lot of people have this misconception that you should be taking 1000 2000 3000 milligrams of vitamin C and in, in my opinion especially when it's from the synthetic source of you know the, most of the vitamins that are out there unfortunately are synthetically made that that's not something that I agree with at those high high dosages
1: Thank you again, Allison, for that great question. These are questions that have been coming in during the week, knowing we've been talking about discussing the immune system uh, on this night's uh, Facebook Live. Gail also left a question saying, what can I do for my children to keep them healthy? And I think that's a great question, Dr. Janine, for anybody with kids, and you want them to be as strong as possible, their immune system that is, as they get older through their teens and of course in their adult years. What do you recommend?
0: Yes. Yeah, so for the kids, um, this is important to watch the sugar intake. So we know that in terms of the synthetic, and I'm not talking organic, unrefined or maple syrup. I'm not. I'm talking about refined white sugar, which is you know overtly in the foods that they're eating or hidden in a lot of the foods. You know, this is something that I think we can all uh, decrease the amount of those synthetic um, and refined sugars in the diet because the sugar suppresses the immunity. And the more that we suppress the immunity, certainly when we need our immune system to fight and and to do its thing, when you know inundated with bad bugs and germs and these things and viruses and things that we want our immune system to be ready to go, and the sugar unfortunately suppresses the immunity. And we're gonna talk about the microbiome in just a second and the sugar feeds the bad bugs in the gut and over probably 80% of our immunity comes from our gut and that healthy microbiome. So they, you know, f- top of mind, cause kids love sugar. I look at my kids, they love sugar, but, do your best. If they have to have sugar, it should be from fruits and from, you know, natural naturally sweetened, but without that refined sugar as much as possible. That's that's, you know, tip number one. Tip number two for the kids certainly is to always make sure that they've got enough of the good guys. So when we, you know, we're gonna get into the microbiome in just a second and that healthy gut flora that they have the ability to do that there's also some great herbal medicines like astragalus and marshmallow, so althea herb and this is a fantastic herb the althea um, which is called marshmallow herb it's not the candy marshmallows um, but the marshmallow herb oh beautiful we see it here Um, so this is a fantastic herb and what this does is it's called a demulcent so whether it's for the sore throats um, or you've got you know the other symptoms of being sick you've got the fever what it does because it's a demolcin helps to soothe those irritated mucous membranes meaning that it sort of coats the throat and it's great for the kids with a sore throat it sort of co- coats the throat and that raw sort of feeling in in that red inflamed sore throat That demulcin effect is very soothing to the sore throat. There's marshmallow tea that you can make for the kids as well, sweeten it with a bit of honey, which is fantastic. So that's a great one. The astragalus is another herbal medicine that is very powerful and helps with our overall immunity. So good for the kids as well. You always just want to source for, you know, reputable sources for taking the herbal medicines um, for the children. But there's a lot you can do as much as, you know, I'm, I'm not big on taking taking too many antibiotics because, and a lot of doctors now I think are changing their tune because we've seen what's happened with those superbugs and the evolution of the bacteria and certain organisms with giving too many and prescribing too many antibiotics that a lot of doctors, you know, some of them are my friends and they they say that, you know, Dr. Janine, (laughs) I try not to prescribe as many antibiotics because only in the event that it's, you know, absolutely serious and end stage that I would need to give an antibiotic because of this resistance that builds up for people. And, and, and that's good to know. I'm glad that, you know, the doctors are, are enlightened and know not to over prescribe the conventional antibiotics, but certainly a lot of the herbal medicines that We've discussed even vitamin C is a potent antiviral, which we didn't, you know, touch on um, specifically that it, it is important to know and uh, we know that antibiotics don't help viruses anyway. So, there there's a lot, you know, you have to do your due diligence, especially if you have children and really educate yourself about how to do things, in my opinion, more naturally and that's how we raised our kids um, to not... To have to take those conventional antibiotics, and they have the you know strongest immune systems. Yes, if they if our kids get sick, then they get sick, and then they get a fever. The fever helps to kill off those bad bugs or the organism or whatever they're fighting, and then they get well very quickly. So I'm grateful well, for that.
1: <laughs> and we're grateful to Gail too for that great question. Also to Allison, we'll have more questions a little bit later on. But one term. One word you used a moment ago and I want to know more about it is microbiome. What is a microbiome?
0: So the microbiome is our good gut ecology and we always want to make sure that we have an army of our good guys, our probiotics. These are our good, healthy gut flora that we should all have enough of. And the more diverse that we have of our microbiome. Here we see a healthy microbiome. So we've got a lot of the healthy organisms that are a big part of our immunity. As I said earlier, about 80% or more of our immunity comes from our gut. And this is what we want. We want to have, you know, some of the symptoms now of what I call the swamp thing. So an unhealthy microbiome you can see here it could be brain fog and inability to concentrate cravings for sugar and this is where I talked with the kids but for adults as well you suppress your immune system when you eat too much sugar because now it's causing this whole swamp thing and, and the bad bugs so the viruses the parasites the candida they love sugar and they replicate and they have a party when you feed those, those bad bugs, sugar. And then, you know, you're setting yourself up for a more suppressed immune system. Certainly some of the other, you know, repeating infections, you've got the gas, the bloating, you've got the allergies, the skin rashes, fatigue, diarrhea, constipation, it's not always one or the other. It could be the IBS types of symptoms. And this is what happens with dysbiosis, is that we start and maybe we've got good gut flora, then we've got some stress, then maybe we take a conventional antibiotic, then you know we're not eating fermented foods in the diet. So things like kimchi, sauerkraut, kombucha, if you're doing that, that's giving you some of these good organisms, but not everybody does that. And certainly, and if you're not taking a good quality probiotic every day, then you can start to see at stage one, we have a relative decrease in the amount of the good bugs. But then now when we get to stage two of dysbiosis, which means basically that imbalance in your good and bad gut bacteria, In stage two, we see that some of those bad guys, some of the swamp things are coming into and they're colonizing um, uh, and these are the pathogenic, so the unfriendly microflora. Now in stage three, now we're seeing the bad guys are replicating and we see a significant decrease in the amount of the the good guys, the anaerobic microflora, which is our probiotics. And then in stage four, I mean, this is the full out swamp thing that I I see in the swamp gut. And this is not what we want. And we don't have enough of the bifido and the lactic acid bacteria, which are good probiotics. And now we have an active reproduction of the aerobes and the fungal microflora. So these are all the bad guys and they just keep replicating. And this this is very difficult to manage. And this is, you know, the symptoms that we're talking about, the gas, the bloating, the indigestion, the autoimmune disease. So when we talk about leaky gut syndrome, that's what we were seeing was that, that swamp. And that could be, you could think, oh, autoimmunity, I would never really connect that to my gut, but that's essentially what's happening. When we have too many of those bad organisms in there, they replicate, then they cause the tight junctions in the gut to open up. Now we've got leaky gut syndrome. We'll do a whole other show on leaky gut syndrome that's gonna be coming up um, probably in a few months, norm because that's a whole topic I could talk for hours on just on leaky gut syndrome. Have you heard of leaky gut syndrome before? No I
1: haven't and I don't (laughs) think I want to hear that term ever again. No I'm just (laughs) kidding of course I want to learn about it though but uh, because often these are the terms we need to learn about as uncomfortable as sometimes the discussions are quite frankly in all seriousness. You had mentioned to me something I just wanted to read out and that is that sometimes a cold or a flu is a detox reaction in your body's way of clearing old emotions and toxins. Could you address that just quickly?
0: Yes, so that is, in every episode, we're gonna be talking about the Dr. J9 take on and how I view things in terms of, and things that you haven't heard before on the subject matter that we're discussing. So every episode, we're gonna do the Dr. J9 ism if we can put it that way of an approach to whatever our topic is so when we're talking about immunity and this is something that i talked about in my second book um when we talk about immunity and not having that strength in our immune system that people would think oh i'm just i'm failing i'm weak i'm aging my immune system just isn't what it used to be but often when we get sick, it, which looks like a cold or a flu, it's actually part of a detox reaction and purging and getting rid of what our body doesn't need. And that could be certainly on the physical level. So certainly if you're sick with a flu, it could be gastrointestinal. You can imagine everything's coming out of every end, um, not to be too graphic, but you know, maybe it's it, with an, other symptoms of a flu, it could be a cough and now your lungs are producing mucus and you're expelling mucus so you can think about it's a detox reaction maybe though you had a lot of toxins sitting in the lungs and now those are being expelled the same with the GI symptoms you know with diarrhea there a lot of those toxins are being released so it's not always a bad thing and that's on the physical physical level now we're talking about the detoxification of the mental emotional and the spiritual aspects sometimes that's exactly what's happening so it looks like a colder flu i used to when i was seeing my patients they would come in and they say oh i just got over the colder flu and you know i had x y and z symptoms and i'd kind of be like mhm Yeah, that's part of because of whatever was going on emotionally. Maybe you, you know, you had a tragic loss in your life, maybe. And finally, now your body's able to, once you're in the resolution stage, your body's now able to let go and purge all those toxins that were actually emotionally and spiritually and energetically connected to what you were holding on to or whatever that that traumatic event was in your life. So that's another way of looking at things. You may not have heard it before, but that's the Dr. J9 take for this episode episode on you know when a cold or a flu and your immune system is going through that detox reaction whether it is in mind body or spirit.
1: That is the Dr. Janine take on immunity. And remember you can you can follow Dr. Janine on Instagram at Dr. Janine spell it all out d o c t o r j a n i n e And we're going to be talking about how you can get involved and receive the newsletter shortly, too. Still on the way, a cooking demonstration with a great recipe for you. And another beauty tip following in the theme of facial yoga that we started last week. But first of all, probiotics for pets. I love that you incorporate this into the show every week. We talk about something to do with your pets and how important it is to not forget them when it comes to supplementation and such. And this week, probiotics. Why do our pets need probiotics?
0: So yes, our pets absolutely, they have the microbiome as well in their guts. And of course they are more susceptible because they're closer to the ground, dogs, cats, they get into a lot of things that they probably shouldn't. And so this can wreak havoc on their digestive tracts. not to mention, All of those organisms that they could be picking up. And you know, if you feed your dog or your cat raw food, then they're more not susceptible is the wrong word I don't want to say that but they definitely have more organisms that their body's having to deal with and if you think about it in the wild that you know if they were actually catching their prey then they would be eating them raw um, so when we think about having a healthy microbiome in our in, for our pets that's super super important and it's something that absolutely there are definitely probiotics that are created for pets and to make sure that they're inundated with their good guys, that they have enough of that good, healthy flora in the gut to keep them healthy. So a lot of symptoms for our pets that they may go through that you may not realize is related to their microbiome and would indicate that they would need probiotics would be, you know, things like digestive issues and maybe difficulty losing weight so sometimes you know yes if they're fed too much or they eat too much then and they're not exercising enough then they can certainly tend to be a bit overweight but if they're not turning and converting their food effectively and efficiently into energy that could be be because of a lack of probiotics maybe they've been given antibiotics for whatever reason for an infection and the same for humans that after a conventional antibiotic that wipes away a lot if not most of our flora our good guys are probiotics and it needs to be reintroduced and it's it's so important to continue to get those good guys in those probiotics on a daily basis. So that's one of my top recommendations, certainly for humans, but also for pets, is to always be giving them the right strains of those probiotics to make sure that not only their gut is healthy, but their immune system is healthy as well.
1: So it's not hard to find probiotics for our pets, right?
0: Oh, no. So you just need to know where to look. And always, of course, if you're purchasing, purchase from a reputable brand that doesn't have the fillers and things. So that that is really, really important.
1: We do have that cooking demo coming up and um, we're looking forward to what's it called? A natural antibiotic immune shot.
0: Yes. What yes, so I'm going to be sharing that. I think we have some questions coming up. In, oh, the questions are in next in a few seconds, and I'm going to be sharing that shot. So stay tuned. We're coming to that the natural antibiotic immune shot. It's got some ginger, lemon juice. I'm not going to give you the whole recipe yet. You got to stay tuned for the next few moments. Um, and but we're going to take a few more questions. And yes, I, I do have them. Uh, looking forward to making that shot.
1: We love having everybody send in their questions during the week, by the way. And thank you for the reminder on that, Phyllis. You're one of them. Who uh, sent the question in saying, "I eat yogurt. Am I getting enough probiotics just right there?"
0: Yeah. Well, yes and no, and it depends on the strain. So often, you know, when we need the right strains of probiotics to have a therapeutic effect on our immune system, on our gut, on our digestion, especially if you're not feeling well. So if you've got the gas and bloating, maybe you've had to take antibiotics in, the, in for whatever reason. Maybe you're taking hormones, especially as women, and this can offset, and, and other treatments like chemotherapy, uh, radiation can offset and wipe out a lot of your good guys, your probiotics. And in, in those cases, uh, for the most part, eating yogurt, you're not gonna get the right strains of those therapeutic um, and, and designed for your human digestive tract enough of those probiotics, which is, which is important. The other thing with yogurt is that most of the yogurt that you buy, you know, just in the in the store, um, which is refrigerated, of course, does not have a lot of live culture. So by the time, and it's usually pasteurized dairy products that that have the culture maybe originally when it was first made, but. Um, you're not always getting that active live culture. And yogurt has a lot of sugar, so we going back to the sugar problem with our microbiome, not a great idea. So yes, you, if you make your own yogurt, you've got the right strains, fantastic. If you're buying a really good, reputable brand, most people don't, and, and I'll just be very honest, um, that most people just don't have the right type of yogurt in their diet. Now certainly eating yogurt isn't gonna hurt things, but, and certainly from a therapeutic benefit, you, most people need to take a probiotic supplement as well to get enough of the right flora in to help with the immunity but also with you know the your digestion and the ability to break your food and turn your food into energy
1: great question phyllis thank you very much for that another one comes from amanda who says i've been home for months like i've been told to any recommendations for going back out into the world again
0: Yes, I know, right now a lot of people have fear. So we had the fear factor of being indoors and with everything happening in the world, now there's the fear factor as things are opening up. How do we go outside again? And how do we reintegrate? How do we go and get our groceries and and feel safe about it? How do we do all these things? Well, the truth is that certainly in my opinion, that being closed in and washing all the time and being super sanitized and not exposing our immune system to the elements and being outside and being around our pets and doing all these things that we should be doing on a daily basis and going to a mall and, and being around tons of different people's microflora or maybe you're in public transit and you're touching and feeling you're touching light switches. like everybody's been home so you've been in a very enclosed environment with only so many flora organisms in your in your environment. Hopefully you've been getting outside, and if you've not yet been getting outside, please get outside and get some fresh air. Um, This is a a great way now to slowly start to reintegrate into the outside world. We need that natural vitamin D. That's really important for our immune system, but slowly reintegrating. And if you've been the super hand washer, you know, depending, hopefully it's not been a chemical based hand washer thing that you've been doing and drying out your hands, Hopefully you're, you've been doing it naturally, but not everybody has, it's okay. I always say it's, don't feel bad when you are learning something new. Don't feel bad and think, oh my God, I've done everything wrong. No, it's just a matter of now integrating some, some healthier ways to do things. So get outside, um, get some exposure to things in your environment, whether that's, you know, getting it sounds crazy and, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that, <laughs> that um, I don't know the certain term comes to mind, Norm but i'm not going to say it because i have i have no judgment <laughs> against anybody out there but you know extreme nature lovers let's just put it that way but what you can do is like go out and get your hands you know touch the grass as the grass is starting to grow um, and just get out into nature start to expose yourself to some some flora and some things and and do that naturally and don't have the fear so you know that I I what I write about in my books and I'm all about that mind-body connection you've got to you've got to turn off you know some of that fear or fierce factor on the television you've got to tune into some positive stuff and don't go out with the fear factor that oh my god you're going to be attacked you're not you've been living in an environment there's been there's viral when we talk about even the sea the sea is so healing for those of you who are lucky enough to live near an ocean if we talked about viruses and viral particles like just a cup of seawater i can't remember the number has millions and millions of viral particles in that one cup of seawater so there's a huge misconception out there that this you know this big virus thing yes it, it it is scary it is dangerous if you have the comorbidities you know it can be very scary don't get me wrong i'm not saying that it's not and i'm not downplaying that but we've got, we've been around viruses all our lives. We've got to get out there. We've got to give our immune system something to do because what the potential for happening is that if you don't give your immune system to do, somebody had made the, which I read, um, the analogy of the immune system is like a bored teenager. So a bored teenager eventually is gonna get into some trouble. So if you're not giving your immune system something to do on a daily basis, you've been cooped up inside your immune system hasn't been challenged too much in the last couple months, potentially, that as soon as you let that, that teenager get into that trouble, that's exactly what can happen with the immune system is that it can start to get into trouble and start to react to things, and this is where it comes back to the microbiome, can start to react to things that it shouldn't, and that's the autoimmunity, and this is the leaky gut. So. Yeah, I don't want anybody to be scared. Just do your best to integrate, get out there, have fun, you know, and and as your region is opening up that you do that and and do it with a smile on your face. I mean, we've all got to get out there and, and, you know, have some fun again and hug our loved ones, especially that, you know, if you've had to distance from, from your loved ones in your extended family that we're able to do that again soon.
1: And we're sending virtual hugs to Phyllis and Amanda for your questions also. Thank you very much for that. We appreciate it. Send your questions in during the week as you find out what next week's topic is going to be and also during the show. Uh, Okay, I love this theme of drinking your way to health uh, because last week we were drinking something which had to do with a repellent for bugs and mosquitoes, which is fascinating. This week's cooking demo is something a little bit different though.
0: Yes, so now I'm gonna share with you our natural antibiotic immune shot. So this is our natural way. We're gonna use some ginger, some lemon juice, some apple cider vinegar, some turmeric, and some of the herbs that we talked about that I have in a capsule form, and some honey, and we're gonna mix that up, so yeah. it's going to be great. I'm going to do that now.
1: Okay. We're looking forward to that. And then remember that we also have the yoga series continuing in a moment with the beauty tip on the way. We'll tell you what's happening next week. We'll tell you about how you can get involved with the newsletter and um, leave some questions. Definitely. Don't forget to follow Dr. Janine at Dr. Janine on Instagram. All right, we're ready to go with our our cooking demo i think which is coming up next if i'm not mistaken and we're going to be getting janine all set up dr janine ready to go to create it for you and find a way to drink something fast and easy that's easy to make with everyday household ingredients that you can find at the grocery store yet has uh, a real reason to be a part of your regular family's diet uh, if you will and that's the kind of thing we're going to be showing you every week here with Q&A. Questions with natural answers. Q&A with Dr. Janine. And then of course you'll have the, doctor, the Dr. Janine take on every topic that we discuss every week like we did with immunity and your immune system this week. Uh, it's great to have you along and I thank you very much for joining us here on Facebook Live. We're going to be here every week talking about these topics and some other things. There's going to be beauty tips, Uh, Dr. Janine will also include pets every week which is fascinating to me as a pet lover myself. uh, It's good to know how we can take better care of our furry friends. All right, Dr. Janine where are you now?
0: Yes so here we go so I'm gonna share the recipe so what we're doing now is we're adding some natural powerful ingredients to make an antibiotic shot which is delicious. So first we have some ginger so we have fresh organic ginger which we have juiced. So we've put it in the blender, Um, that's my fast way of doing it, in the blender with a bit of water to extract and I used about three to four inches of that ginger root. So I'm going to pour that in here and it's a little bit you can see a little bit chunky the way that i like it because i'm actually going to chew on those little chunks when i'm done which is delicious we've also got some lemon juice so it's about a half a fresh lemon or about two tablespoons of fresh lemon juice And we've also got a bit of apple cider vinegar. So this is great for the immune system, great for the microbiome as well, when we're talking about that healthy gut, and helps to feed those good bacteria, those probiotics in the gut. So it's just about a teaspoon of the apple cider vinegar. We also have some honey to taste, so this is totally up to you. You could do a teaspoon, a tablespoon. That's just to sweeten it up a little bit. Certainly if you're watching your carbs, you don't have to add in the honey. Um, But that is, again, just a nice little way to sweeten it up. And now we've also got some turmeric. And of course, curcumin is the active component of turmeric that has a lot of medical um, literature and science behind it in being able to really be a helpful adjunct into what you're doing for your, your overall immunity. And you can see that beautiful yellow color. And now we talked about some of the herbal medicines. So these are now standardized extracts of echinacea, we've got astragalus, we have the althea, and that's in a capsule here. And I'm going to open that up into the wellness shot. And I'm just going to stir that up for a little bit. And you can certainly do this in a blender as well.
1: Is it possible you can to see add the this? the
0: vibrant color of this.
1: Is it possible to add this to another blender drink, like a like a protein shake or something? What do you think? Oh, you
0: certainly could, absolutely. And I'm going to say because of the ginger and the apple cider vinegar, it does have a distinctive taste. Um, and again, the honey and and that color as well. So whenever you're using turmeric, little side note is to watch because the turmeric and the curcumin, that active component actually, um, is very staining. So it goes away after a few days, but if you do your nails, then you know, you don't want to be staining your nice nails. Norm.
1: Well, thank you. I don't think a lot of people are worried about getting their nails done right at this exact moment. Actually, that's. (laughs) Are you sure about
0: that? I know a lot of people who want to get their nails done.
1: (laughs) What are you saying? (laughs) You know what? I just want a haircut as I continue to apparently reintroduce the mullet to the uh, Canadian population unintentionally. Anyway, back to what you're talking about. This okay, is really so vital. Here we go. It looks great.
0: It's so good and it's very potent. So depending on the ginger, and I can feel it in my throat already, depending on the ginger that you're able to go, this is an organic one that we get um, from the health food store and it's super strong. If you've ever traveled to um, you know, South America, and in some African countries, which I have as well, the ginger is super potent and, and strong for whatever reason. So this is definitely potent and strong. So next time I see you live in the studio, hopefully Norm we will mm-hmm. be able to see each other live. You won't have to Skype in and you'll be able to enjoy all these wonderful recipes that I'm sharing.
1: I know I want to do that. And of course, everybody watching on Facebook Live, remember that you can look up the recipe after the fact and in the weeks going forward too. So. Outstanding, love that. Nice and easy to uh, put together. Okay, you know what? We've got the beauty tip coming up for you in just a second. We're going to be talking about the yoga facial series again. I think there should be a whole program on yoga for the face because it sounds like it's really beneficial but don't forget to go online to uh, Instagram as well and follow Dr. Janine at Dr. Janine. You can send messages there of course in direct messaging leave your email address behind and we'll be happy to include you in on the newsletter and join us every week where we pick a different topic. We'll, talk, we'll have pet tips surrounding that topic. We'll also have more beauty tips for you and some other surprises. Another recipe every week too and uh, you can look forward to that. What I like about this is that Dr. Janine, with her Dr. Janine take, for example, is able to really dig deep into the question, whereas in other areas of discussion, she may not be so able to um, get around just giving bullet points. This is more than that. This is really learning. It's educational. I think it's great for the kids to be watching. Also, we can all benefit from watching Q and A questions with natural answers with Dr. Janine. All right, it's beauty tip time.
0: It is. This is this is what everybody's been waiting for. I know it's fantastic time of the show. So today we're going to be working on push-ups for the eyebrows. Now, certainly this is not. To improve our eyebrows, this is to help to lift our eyes. So as we age, our eyes can and our eyelids can tend to droop a little bit, and part of that is lack of that muscle tone in the facial muscle muscles, and that's exactly what the the facial exercises are doing, much like training for you know when we're when we're doing bodybuilding or building our muscles when we're training our, our big skeletal muscles in the body, the facial exercises are able to help with keeping the, the muscles in our face nice and toned. And this can have a positive effect on our skin, of course, which overlays the muscles. And you can see dramatic differences. If you check out our other you know YouTube videos on the facial exercises, you'll see. And and don't judge, because some of those exercise facial exercises <laughs> videos we did years ago, a long time, we're getting better as we go. So you'll see they're not the best quality. And some of them, it was just after me having a baby so yeah, it's kind of a laugh for me. It's very difficult for me to watch those old <laughs> those old videos that we have. But any at any rate, this one is eyebrow push-up. So all you do is you're gonna put your index fingers just above. You're out oh, you're ready already. Look at this. I'm ready. I know you're excited for this, aren't you?
1: I am because I feel like it's gonna help me look younger.
0: Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> So what you're gonna do is with gentle pressure now from your fingers on your eyebrows, you're going to lift your eyebrows and your fingers are acting like the weight. So you know when you do a bicep curl, the weight is the resistance for your bicep. In this case, your fingers are providing, so you're adding a bit of pressure back and down that you have to use your muscles to try to lift. And with that resistance.
1: So I'm lifting with my fingers and trying to push down with my eyebrows, is that right?
0: No, you're lifting with your eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lifting with your
0: eyebrows and pushing down with your fingers and your fingers is giving you the weight. Oh, yeah. Against, so your fingers are providing the resistance. Does that make sense, Norm? It uh,
1: totally does. Now that I'm you've explained to it, thank really you. See really well how you're yeah. doing there. Yeah. No, it feels good. It feels really good. My eyebrows are resistant.
0: So what we're gonna do is, like in every show, we're gonna do let's do ten reps for everyone. Okay. So everybody yeah. who's watching at home, I know you're not driving when you're doing this, <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you're in a comfortable place and position. You're gonna put your fingers up here. Let's go. 10 reps ready? Go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm starting to sweat. Eight. Nine, ten.
1: Wow.. You feel that? I do. I don't think my eyebrows are sweating like you said, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, for sure I felt that.
0: Yeah, so that is fantastic. So you'll also. Notice that as you're doing that it helps with the muscles here and Above and you'll you'll notice with time that it sort of like opens up the eyes and I know that especially women um, You try to find things and and serums and things to try to lift or you do your makeup techniques to To hey that would be a great future show too. We're gonna get some some makeup tips in here to help yeah, that's a good idea. That just came to me now. I know you that one, Norm.
1: Not just for the ladies, by the way. A lot of us guys also want to, like I said, look a little younger if possible, fight aging uh, if it's possible to do. And of course, as guys, we love the weightlifting aspect, so <laughs> that works well for my face. I love that.
0: Perfect, so yeah, so you can do the 10 reps of this exercise. You're going to do now, remember the puffer fish that we did last episode, which is puffing up the cheeks. So you can check out our lap, last episode for how to do that one. Now you can integrate the two and we'll add more exercises every episode. But this one you could do, I find that this one's pretty strenuous. So just 10 reps and you could do this three times a day and work it in with the puffer fish and it's a great way to lift those eyes.
1: Great way to lift the eyes and I can't wait until next week. Can we discuss a little bit about what's happening in, in next week or in the weeks to come?
0: Yeah, So we're going to be talking about vision and eye health. And this is a fantastic. It's going to be uh, I'm putting together all the research right now for that one. So all about the eyes, how we can protect our eyes. We're going to do some eye exercises as well, which are fantastic. We'll share that with you. So yeah, make sure that you and if you've got questions. So we like to take some questions before we we go live with our shows. So if you've got those questions about vision and eye health, um, then certainly send those in in the next few days so that we can certainly get to your questions and answer them live on the show.
1: Yeah, and connect with us and leave your email address behind, Dr. Janine, because we'll be happy to send out or include everybody with the newsletter, right?
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. And that's where you'll get more detailed information. So in this episode, for instance, when I share the study and, you know, some of the more detailed information about the herbal medicines and vitamin C and things, that will all go into the newsletter. So when we have your email address, we can certainly send you that more detailed information, which I know a lot of you who do your research and you like to have, like I am, um, I don't know if anybody is in, as intense as I am with looking at the research and straining my eyes and that's why I need next week's episode to, to remind myself about protecting the eyes and why it's important to do that because of all the reading and the research that I do so um, that's going to be a great episode
1: all right look forward to that my eyebrows are raising at the thought of learning more about vision of course which is important for us all to uh, to learn about so it's a great show really enjoyed this q and questions with natural answers with Dr. Janine get outside I guess is the recommendation for everybody right
0: Yes, get outside, get active, and with that positive mindset. Of course, I know it's been a scary time, and just get out there and enjoy life. That's why we're here. And I think, if anything, I think it's really made people realize and appreciate all the goodness that we do have. And you know, when that's been somewhat taken away from us in our in our lives, that we can appreciate going forward. Um, enjoy those rainbows, enjoy the birds singing and actually experiencing them. And the leaves are, are in, in most parts of, at least in Canada now, the leaves are starting to come out, the grass is growing, we start to just, just bring it all in and, and enjoy nature, get out there, enjoy your pets, enjoy your children, and and just love life. That's why we're here.
1: And thanks for connecting with us. I'm Norm Murray, Dr. Janine, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. See you next week, thank you Norm.